Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you. And to our business, always love having on the program Jeremy Murphy. He is a show favorite, a personal favorite, former VP over at CBS uh, Television. He is uh, very well informed in what's going on in the world of media. His uh, company now as a PR firm is prominent, uh, particularly in, in well, really hard to say, they cover a lot of stuff, everything from celebrities to startups. Uh, it's very interesting uh, what they do there. He's author, author of a hilarious book. Uh, that's also kind of educational called F Off Chloe. Uh, best websites for you before we get started, and our topic is so timely today. Yeah, so uh, jeremy-murphy.com. Um, or 360bespoke.com is my company website. Yep. Let's get into our topic. So uh, I talk often on the program about the death of local news is happening. Um, it's not ha- happening. It, it really has been slowly happening for a couple of decades, but all of a sudden, the last five or so years, it seems like it's reached a breakneck pace. And, uh, you know, I, I, used to live in the Detroit area, and I used to live in uh, Abilene. I went to college at Abilene Christian and spent uh, several years there, and so I have friends there and neighbors there. So I like looking at the old old media, but I look at, like, the Abilene Reporter News, and that newspaper really is nothing more than a sound piece, if you will, for the national media with maybe press releases of what's going on locally. And when it's, when it's a press release, it's not a whole lot of vetting going on. There's very little real vetting going on. And it's even worse for small communities, because at least Abilene has a couple of TV stations with, with some real reporting going on. And really smaller communities, which need to know what's going on, frankly more vulnerable to corruption, forget about it. It's like a desert. And it's all being driven now by uh, financial firms, investment firms who are only interested in money and really have abandoned the values of uh, what it comes to journalism. There's some stuff you to play with. You know, I I started my career in journalism, and I worked for two small Knight Ritter newspapers. And Knight Ritter at the time was probably the most prestigious uh, newspaper company. And both newspapers got sold, uh, and these hedge funds, private equity companies, bought and what they do is they go in and they liquidate it. They sell their, the land. They sell the real estate. One newspaper, they even sold the printing presses and outsourced it to someone else. And, you know, I look at the New York Daily News at one point was the largest newspaper in America. Like millions of copies sold each day. They have 500 employees in the newsroom. Today, uh, the Apollo Group bought it. Um, and there are 35 people in the newsroom, which they don't have. They don't have a newsroom. Everybody works from home. You know, the layout and copy editing is done out of Chicago. And it's these, these greedy, they're, they're really leeches. And they don't care about local news. And, you know, local news is a cornerstone of democracy because they are, uh, news is what holds people accountable. And, you know, you think about the city council and all the you know, all the politicians who slide in favors for their developer friends and getting lucrative contracts. Well, no one's watching them anymore. anymore. You know, the, the, the newspaper was the eyes and ears of a community. And now there isn't one. And yes. it's just really bad. 
And in particular, you know, this is true everywhere, particularly true in small cities because of the fact that it's, there's less forms of accountability for those who are governing. And, uh, and so all the more so. Of course, the big people, and one of the reasons why less so in big cities maybe with the exception of Chicago and D.C., which are completely corrupt and blow my mind. Uh, but, but, you know, and because of the media in those larger cities that help keep, maintain some accountability. You know, I think about that newspaper. Was that in Kansas where uh, they uh, uh, got raided by the sheriff's office because of the fact that they wrote a critical piece of the sheriff and, in fact, the publisher – uh, passed away shortly after with, with, with a heart attack that uh, some are attributing to the stress of really having their First Amendment rights oppressed. And so if you've got, if you've got you know, on the one hand, a lack of funding to make it viable, and on the other hand, government's literally undermining these, I mean, it's, it's a, a pretty dangerous world for all of us, particularly those who live in those small communities. Well, you know, these, um, these financial organizations, they don't care about local news. What they do is they do the numbers, and the parts are worth more than the whole in a lot of these communities. And so they start selling off. They take all the money, and then they leave these bare-bones uh, newsrooms and TV stations, radio stations, newspapers that can't do their job. And, you know, there's three people covering a huge community, uh, you know, I worked in Bradenton, Florida, and that was a nightmare newspaper. And the building's not there. They had a wonderful building in the center of town. That was sold. Um, everything has been liquidated. All the people who I worked with are gone. Um, and it's just sad. And, you know, what a, there's a reason why journalism is the fourth estate, right? Um, because it keeps politicians accountable. And mm-hmm. now they're going to run free because no one's watching them. And, you know, I, I covered city council meetings. Let me tell you, they are more boring than watching paint dry. Um, but you need to. You need to because that's when they slip in little favors and, you know, uh, you know behind-the-scenes deals, and no one's looking anymore. And that's very, very dangerous. Yeah, Absolutely. Who was it? Was it the Templeton Foundation that donated a half a million, a half a billion, that's a B, to help uh, local journalism recently? Uh, some some foundation. I'll find out while we're we're, we're talking about it here. Um, but uh, that and, and that's a good thing. But that isn't the only thing. And I'm trying to figure out what are some other things that need to go on. Your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I think the new model is the trophy owner. Um, I think when you get a Bloomberg or a Rupert Murdoch who can cover the losses, you know, the New York Post loses about $35 million a year that Rupert Murdoch covers through his other divisions because he loves having a voice. So I think that is these billionaires wanting influence. Um, You know, uh, Bezos took over the Washington Post and put a lot of money into it and really turned the newspaper around. Um, you know, the Soulsburgers own the New York Times. And so I think having um, ownership that's interested in journalism and having a voice, that is the new model. Because these giant corporations, the Gannett's and the Tribune, they don't care anymore. They really, it's all about profit margins and growth and shareholder value. They don't care what their essential core is. The purpose of journalism 
is to, you know, uh, write about what's going on. But they don't care yeah. about that anymore. And so, yeah. you know, I think the new model is the Bloombergs and these billions, the Bezos, they are really the last savior, which scares me. <laughs> it's very yeah, scary. They bring a whole new group of problems, right? They, 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 they bring a whole new list of problems that, uh, you know, uh, yeah, they saw problems, but also they all have their own agen agendas. And uh, by the way, it's the MacArthur Foundation, $500 million grant. Pretty impressive. I'll be interested to see how that's dispersed. Um, you know, and I, I, I wish some of these foundations would simply say, hey, you know, here's how to be a good citizen journalist. And people start creating blogs and, that are very hyper-local focused and, uh, you know, do a lot of the work themselves. And it worked for many, many years. And, you know, I think part of the problem is that professional journalists aren't all that professional anymore, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, they're so agenda-oriented, they, they seem to, to hate facts unless they are twisted and or spun. And, uh, you know, I think that's part of the reason why we see this continued death, even in local. And, you know, and I, I'm with you. I kind of think local news should be boring. That means that governments and, and um, others are behaving appropriately. And, uh, unfortunately, that, that doesn't seem to sell either. Jeremy, Jeremy Murphy, love having you on the program. Always look forward to it. Final thoughts as we wrap it up. Well, you know, um, it, this is just such a serious issue. And, you know, there used to be restrictions on ownership. You know, the FCC had really, um, you know, uh, the Justice Department, monopoly rules. And, you know, these mega corporations have lobbied. And a lot of those are rescinded so the big companies can buy everything. Um, I think mm -hmm. that should – we should return that that one company cannot own that many newspapers or TV stations. They really should concentrate on the local community and the local ownership. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. You would think there'd be at least some percentage of uh, each of these entities having local ownership. In other words, 40%, better, 50% plus. But in so many of these cases, there's no one local owning that you know, local media. That to me is very problematic. Yep. And you know, at one point, um, Fox, you know, they buy a lot of their stations and they wanted to buy a station and that would have put their reach level at like 37.9% or something like that. And the FCC magically raised the uh, limit to exactly that number. Um, and so, you know, it, they're all in bed with each other. And yeah. that, that is not, that's why there are anti-monopoly rules that are not being re, uh, enforced. Um, so, you know, until Congress and, 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 you know, people get involved in this, it's just going to get worse. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and those that are being enforced, those anti, antitrust laws that are being, being enforced are done in an anti-consumer way, not in protecting yep. consumers. You know, they're going after companies that are, you know, in the balance, they're an economic positive for conservatives, not looking at some of these stories that you and I are talking about. Jeremy, as always, thanks so much for being with me. I am Kevin Happy Price. Happy to be here. Yeah, as always, I am uh, Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business.